You are listening to the Boker Broadcast, a War Machine and Hordes podcast centered on the NJSOB meta. Sit back and take a listen as we discuss fluff, the rules, or anything else that catches our attention. Special thanks to the More Than Dice Podcast Network for hosting the podcast. And welcome to episode 20 of the Boker Broadcast. I am one of your hosts, Seth Cohen, and with me, as always, is... Stephen Rabideau. RDC. And and special guest for our one-year anniversary, our 20th episode. Say hello, sir. Chris Gunther. And why should anyone care who you are, Chris Gunther? Uh, Currently one of the players for the Thirds World Team. Outstanding. So we're going to talk some WTC tonight. But first, as this is our one-year anniversary of doing the podcast. I don't know if you gentlemen remember, but on our very I first do not. cast, you do not. I don't. Okay. It doesn't really matter what you're going to say. Oh, oh, okay. I do not well, remember. We we set goals for ourselves. He was drunk which, that night. Yeah, uh, and we set goals for ourselves, and we said in one year we would check in on those goals. So we'll start with you, Mr. Rabideau. I know you do not remember, but your goal, sir, mm. was to have more fun. Mm. Sounds like a Steve thing to say. He you know, I have it, had more something fun. he would have said. I have had more fun, I would say. Um, with War Machine? So with like War just Machine. Just in life? Oh, okay. With All War right. Machine specifically, yes. I have had more fun. Yeah. Although, I, I'd be grateful if you had any more fun in any realm of your life, but mm. I'm glad it is also a War Machine. That's because All he's right. playing Dirty Signal where he has the full faction. Just like shooting oh, stuff is awesome. Sure. I don't, I don't have to go over there. I just blast him. Last week, I was turned two against him, and it's like, oh, yeah, if you move any further than five inches out of your deployment zone, you're in charge range of my entire army. Like, wow, this is fun. Mm-hmm. I thought this wasn't supposed to happen here, Mark Four. It was very fun. <laughs> and then uh, uh, at the last tournament that I played in, I got the, I was using a courser, and he had his little spike fist, and he got that crit armor pierce, and he did like 40 damage. It was awesome. Wow. Well, so... Arthur, do you, do you have any recollection, or did you listen to the first episode over again and uh, find out what your goals for the year were? I did not listen to the episode over again, and I'm really trying to think of what I wanted. Um, I don't know. I want to say I wanted... I'm going to guess. I wanted better play or more positive play or something to that effect. You wanted to make Warfare Weekend. I wanted to make Warfare Weekend. That was your goal. Oh, that's true, because... But didn't yeah. I... Wait, when was our first episode? Because didn't I go to Warfare well, Weekend? One year ago today, I'd assume. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, thank you. Yes, that's a good call. That's, see, I need people And that's like... why we have you on there, Chris exactly. Gunter. Thank goodness. See, there's Keeping so much more to, to the Chris fire. than just being a WTC player. Like, we need him. He, he, he remembers stuff. He's an archivist. <laughs> yeah. So, that's fair. Because I I went to Warfare Weekend the year before, and so I wanted to go again this year. Mm. Yeah, that's why we we trekked all over the East Coast and deep into the South to I just find people, tournaments for you to qualify. Yeah, we went across the country. Yes, we did. Um. So yeah. So hey, nice job, because you you end up uh, qualifying for Warfare Weekend. You just didn't go. I did qualify for Warfare Weekend. Yeah. There I think you go. I did. So, great success. My goal was to, when we get to the one-year mark, have 24 episodes in the can. Uh Uh-oh. And of the three of us, I am the only failure. 
Mm. We only made it to 20. Mm. Well, unless unless we film three tonight. Oh, that's true. So I'd be up for that. And that was a great episode. Okay, we'll see you (laughs) next time. One in the can. Yeah, we're just going to have a four-hour episode. (laughs) I have to... I have to edit it tonight because I'm leaving for the family vacation tomorrow. Mm. So, uh, Where are you, going? you know, it's good. We're going to Kenobles. It's our annual trip. Oh, nice. that's beautiful. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, we're going actually with another family this year. And the uh, other family has uh, kids that like roller coasters. So my daughter, who is the only one in the family who likes roller coasters, now doesn't have to go on them alone. So, mm. you know, it's, it's, it's going to be. Uh, you don't go on be... roller coasters? No, that's why I just said she's the only one who goes on roller coasters because we don't. Now, did you ever do it like when she was young and just like white knuckle it through? Um, well, actually, because I have a heart condition, I cannot go on a roller coaster. Who cares? Oh, just oh. go on. Okay. So, um, what are you going to do? Die did you while miss the fun? whole first part of that sentence? I think yeah, that would probably. I wouldn't it, give a rat's ass. I am medically excluded from that. That would Seth, probably ruin her. You, you guys aren't looking at this the right way. Seth exactly. is allowed on one roller coaster one time in his life. He's just waiting on the right one. Right? Is it going to be one at Knobles? I doubt it. Yeah, he's like, waiting on like the perfect Disney ride to just end it all. <laughs> this is good. Stop, no, and don't. Because all right, which this, one would it be? First of all, this is kind of like when a doctor turns around and tells me, like, "Hey, you know, you have sleep apnea." And, uh, you know, and you so you snore or something like that. So you should wear this mask and never have sex again. But this way you won't have a stroke or you won't have a heart attack while sleeping. It's like, wait a minute. So let me get this straight, Doc. Every person alive, when you ask them, how do you want to die? Their first choice will always be in their sleep. I have a greater chance of having that wish come true. And you want to take it away from me so that what? You increase the chances that I die in a horrific car accident, burn drown fall out of a moving train like no those are all terrible mm. i'm sticking with i, I already no. have i have the ace of spades on the good one <laughs> knowing you have that condition away. art i want you to keep living your life the same way you do thank you buddy <laughs> see that's a real friend that explains a lot though i would say because like having disrupted sleep can definitely make you cranky so i'm not that cranky um so, you know, I was actually expecting you to say, and another thing, Doc, stop asking me why my left arm hurts. But it's not important right now. All right. How'd you so... know I had you know left arm? <laughs> <laughs> so, fellas, great job. I'm really proud of what we put out over the past year, and I'm going to be equally proud of what we put out moving forward. Um, and, you know, speaking of which, I, uh, you know, a little, little surprise for everybody. I reached out to Doug Hamilton and I said, hey, uh, I, I think it'd be really great if I could just get a few minutes of your time and maybe you could say something encouraging to, to, to the podcast and, you know, just kind of to keep us going. And I recorded our, our, our phone call. I have to, so we're meeting through Zoom, so I have to do it through share screen. Um, and I'm not sure how this is going to work. I may have to actually edit in the call later into our podcast, but you guys should be able to hear this if I do this right. Did he tell so you that get... you were scum for doing it without me and Steve, at least? Was that uh, the good advice he gave? Like, don't be a douche going forward? I'm just curious. You know what? That didn't come up. No. But, uh... I was asking for a friend. Anyway. <laughs> no, he was like, Seth, I can't believe you do this whole podcast by yourself. This is amazing. All right. Yeah, yeah. All right, hang on. Let's. I'm going to hit share here and let's see if this works. I mean, me and Steve at least met the guy in person. You did. I beat him at War Machine. <laughs> there you go. All of War Machine. Yeah, yeah the, whole, the whole game. All right, hang on, hang on. Beat him with every faction. I somehow... Oh, there we go. 
I gotta move this window now. Oh, crap. Let's try that. Don't cut any of this. Okay, so with me today, we have Doug Hamilton. Say hello, Doug Hamilton. Hey, how's everybody doing out there? All right, so listen, for the few who do not actually know who you are, why don't you tell the folks uh, why a War Machine and Hordes podcast would be talking to you? Yeah, absolutely. I am the lead sculptor for Privateer Press. I'm going on 11 years. I've if you play the game, I've sculpted something in your collection, so I, uh, I'm i always willing to reach out and help out with the podcast where I can and get more War Machine word out there. All right. So when you say uh, sculpt, are those like air quotes? You sculpted with air quotes there? Sculpt, yes. Uh, digitally sculpt uh, on the computer, monsters and robots, you know, the fun right. stuff. Do you put your initials on there somewhere when you sculpt? Do you have like a little, you, you put a little, little signature on there that it's hard for us to find? You know, there's always something on one of my sculpts. Um, there's Easter eggs all over. Catch me at a convention and I can tell you about them, but I don't want to say it out loud because then I might uh, I might be found out. All right. That's super cool. So that gives you a reason for people to talk to you. So here we are on the one-year anniversary of our podcast, and it has been a, a, a much harder year than any of us had thought. So I was hoping you could say, you know, give us some words of encouragement. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, I'm uh, I'm a huge fan of Minority Report, so it's not going to be a problem. Uh, yeah, look, yeah, they, they are great. They are great. But we are we are not them. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. This is tried and true, right? Because I, I've been following Nova and it looks like you guys are really, really setting up for a great show. Yeah, uh, try, uh, tried and true. Great podcast. Great people there. Nova does look amazing, but no, they, they are not us. Uh, tyrants on the field. Not Canadian. Hey, I love Brian Adams of Shop Talk. Still not Canadian. Oh, I still love hockey. Dark Guidance? Not Australian. Oh, Warjax? Not a video podcast. Euro Machine. We are not in Europe. Yet. More nouns? We do not do the IK RPG. It's a good RPG. Uh, Windy City Gaming. (laughs) We're not from Chicago. Ice Kings. They are amazing people from Virginia. Uh, all right. Uh, moment of clarity. We do not do YouTube bat reps, nor are we Polish. Fully boosted. They don't even record it. You don't know which podcast we are, do you? No. We're the Boker Broadcast. Isn't that Artie Continelli's podcast? So, uh, <laughs> at that point, uh, we got disconnected. Um, what a shame! On an, yeah, un, unrelated, unrelated note. Uh, Doug Hamilton's not talking to me anymore. But uh, you know, hey, we uh, we did our best. We 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 got him on there, and uh, you know, so there's our kudos to to keep it going I mean, for another he, year. He he knew who the MVP was, so that's that's all that really matters. Yeah, you play that one for all it's worth, sir. All right, I'm so uh, <laughs> I know, I know you are. All right, so. Uh, Chris, I, I will be at WTC. I will be there judging yet again. Rumor uh, has it you're just a judge. Uh, you know what? On this one, I think I'm head judge again. It's a, it's a smaller WTC. Do you know the team total? I do not off the top of my head. Uh, neither do I, but uh, Gil tells me we're all going to be in one room, and it's like three big, huge rows of tables, so there's only going to be two judges. Um, okay. So I don't really think it matters that I'm, you know, quote-unquote head judge. Um there might be a third, but, uh, you know, so it's a smaller group. But that's not important right now. So what we did think was important was, you know, we want to know, what does Mark IV uh, WTC prep look like? 
Oh, okay. Well, that's a that's a big question. I can go on a lot about that for quite a while. Uh, it means rolling more dice, uh, trying extra hard, uh, and really just having fun. Uh, the first part of our team's practice, Team Redwood, is really just picking your faction and pairing. Uh, if you're not having fun with the game, then why are we playing it? We all decide right. to go to Europe for uh, obviously the amount of money we make in our sponsorships, the women that come with this sport, and the physique. <laughs> uh, so those three things aside, we also like to have fun with the sport that we pay for. Uh, so really, just making sure you're playing what you want to play. Uh, my team's motto is all about team fun this year. We're not trying to take it mm. too seriously. We're not trying to do dozens and dozens of reps and burn ourselves out. We're looking to have an enjoyable time with friends, meet a more amazing people from around the world, and have fun playing this game that brings us all together. So that's really uh, the start of what it takes to practice for Worlds. You know, uh, it's funny. Uh, I really do appreciate your team's approach. Uh, and I'm not trying to call anybody out, but we were talking a little bit about this before we hit the record yeah, button. Yeah, let's do it anyway. Uh, you know, it, it it's like a running gag, right? The team that is the top dog of the group. No, the team that thinks they are the top dog. Uh, can we not pick a fight when we have this discussion? I'm not picking a fight. I'm just saying the it team that thinks. Like you're picking if you a fight. think that you're the team that thinks that they are the top dog, then I'm talking about you. But if you don't think that <laughs> you are thinking that you That's, think this is some exception. So I think yeah. to better Actually, clarify. I have no idea who consists on what team. I, I don't know. So I, I am totally speaking as broadly as humanly possible. Yeah. And on the off chance that someone might decide that, you know, well, they're offended by it. such things. Well, fuck them. Yeah. They're not calling you. They're calling me. But thank you, sir. You give Chris, you had something you wanted to say. Yes. To clarify what I think you're trying to say, Seth. Uh so I think what happens sometimes is you can only practice this game so many times. You can only get so many reps in. You can only have so many contingencies. At the end of the day, we are not playing people from around the world daily. This is some of the first games we'll ever play with them. Uh, so we don't know their metas entirely. Some of it's all rumors. Some of it is they're dark horsing. We don't really know. And then above all else, it's a game about dice. We can mitigate them and wish and pray to all the gods we want. Uh, sometimes dice just don't go our way. So sometimes all that practice, unfortunately, does lead to early losses. But as long as you're still having fun, is my team's more approach of you can go yeah. throw it. Yeah, I appreciate who's, that. Who's on the team, for, on uh, your specific team? Yeah. Oh, I should know who all of them are. Uh, so we have <laughs> – no. On the spot there, Chris. Uh, yeah, I think I met a few of them. Uh, so at Boker Brawl, we were almost the exact same team minus one of our players, but we picked them up. So number one, uh, outside of myself, would be Nate M, better known as uh, Nice and Cute. We all know who he is. He mm -hmm. was the captain of a team last year. We have Sean Hopkins, who was on my team last year as well, Adam Pricer, and Travis March. Uh, all together, all right. that is our team of five. So I definitely, I definitely really like two of the members on that team, and I'm totally rooting for the, another one. Well, we already know so, from another episode you love me, Art, so thank you. <laughs> well, if you're rooting for a total of three on the team, you're just rooting for the team to win then. I, 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 well, right? Mm, mm, mm. There's just no, there's no way around that. If you want all three of those guys to win each round, they're going to win. Right? Right. Okay, that's the way math works. Are we allowed to ask what your pairing is, or is that not something we talk about? It's posted. Uh, I can tell you my faction is uh, going to be Orgoth. So uh, only it, three uh, casters to pick from. You guys can figure out from there uh, who they yeah, might be. Yeah. Isn't it public knowledge? Uh, not yet. Not yet. Uh, nope. We have a few more weeks. We do get to, if I'm not mistaken, Listlock is uh, early September, if not the first yes. week in September. 
Yeah, uh, so we, we do all have Nova to get through. Nova open mm-hmm. here in Washington, mm-hmm. D.C. So I think everyone's waiting to play through that and then, of course, announce what they're locking in. All right. Is Nova actually now, are... D.C. or is it Virginia? That is a fantastic question. Seeing as I, I live, thought it was Virginia. Uh, both, I think it's technically in Virginia, uh, but it's it's on the line of D.C. Yeah, Virginia. Yeah, it's, it's like throw a rock and hit D.C. in Virginia. Yeah. Right? If you're in Arlington. Yeah. Um, so are you like, can you tell us as much, are you on the fence with any kind of thing or are you like, you know, uh, are you at the point where you're trying to really pick between a couple of solos or units or you, you feel pretty confident with your list at this point? Yeah. So my one list is pretty locked in. Uh, the team agrees. I agree. The world agrees. It's amazing. Uh, the other list, (laughs) the other list I'm still working on, um, I believe talking to the other two teams, uh, we all do communicate. We all do try to work together. So uh, shout out to Acres as well for getting on a call with me the other day, along with Mike. Um, I do think I have a few more tweaks, specifically a few units and one mm-hmm. solo uh, in another list. But as of Nova, we'll see if that works or not. So here's an odd question, which I don't know if you're going to have an answer for off the top of your head. Is there any Mark IV mechanic that, uh, like, I don't know if like you're having trouble with or it's something that you, you feel like there's one mechanic uh, or, or way something's played in Mark IV that isn't quite intuitive for you and you have to like, you know, think about remember or is, is you know, your Mark IV transition was pretty, pretty smooth. And you didn't really worry. Uh, yeah. So uh, I think my Mark IV transition overall was pretty smooth. Of course, I think we all had a little problem with recursion in the very beginning. Uh, mm-hmm. along with how charges officially work with Unstoppable versus how many can I charge through. I think we all got past that hurdle. Because uh, yep. of great judges like Seth, um, I got <laughs> over knowing where objectives and flags are supposed to be on <laughs> scenarios. So outside of those basic issues, no. Mark IV was very easy to uh, get a hold of. And uh, I, I personally think the games are a lot quicker for me. Um, I don't mm-hmm. find myself down on clock very much. All right, that's great. So you know, I got a question. Yeah. Um, so is there is there stuff that you're looking out for, like as a team in general? Like when you think about like, oh, what could be played? Like what are your big boogeymen? Um, good players. We hope we just get a lot of really awful teams all the way to the top. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. So anyone that's decent. But uh, outside of that, um, some of the smaller factions from last mark uh, really have stepped up. Infernals is definitely a boogeyman for us, we believe. Um, any of the prime factions can definitely hold their own, but Infernals, I think right now is one we're all looking at, but being team fun, you can only tech so much. I think Mm. our approach is kind of same as last year. If somebody has to take that loss, but the rest of us win it, that wins the round. It's a Mm -hmm. team game here. So yeah, Infernals is the one I would say. What about, uh, what about the Cephalix? Uh, I've currently not played against that. I've heard. I've also heard of some cool ret list out there that uh, might be quite interesting, but I've not played into either. Yeah, I mean, just we we got a guy uh, locally who plays Cephalix, and you know, just looking at those lists and looking at that army, I'm thinking to myself, you know, that might be a dark horse. That might be a, you know, that a couple of those lists show up on teams of the WTC, and people are like, holy crap, we have nothing that can deal with that. Yeah, and so, you know, people that becomes a, yeah, people definitely will, uh, and I think it's going to happen. Things exactly like Cephalix, uh, roll better against it. Uh, that's always a tried and true strategy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Or in, in the end of the day, right? Your your win or loss does not dictate for the team. Hopefully, so hopefully you just 
play the best you can into it, and unfortunately you lose it. Hopefully your team picks up the slack, and you can still pull through to the next round. Mm-hmm. Just, so, just um, don't, just don't use weighted dice. Yeah, all right. It's pro, pro tip. tip. Pro tip. Pro tip. Don't use weighted what, dice. Wasn't there recently some big event where somebody did that again? In, like it happens every couple of years. It happened As in to, cheating dice, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. It, yeah. It, it recently happened at a major Warhammer event in Europe, and then the kid got caught, and then tried to flush them down the toilet, but because they were weighted, they didn't flush. <laughs> <laughs> So a sidebar on that. How does that work, right? If I go to a 40K game, I, I've not played 40K. If I go to a Warhammer, I'm rolling a lot of dice. If suddenly you realize like a good portion of my dice are always sixes or always fives, like it's just consistently right, so, on fire, so, how is that not a flag? Okay, so he, no, what, what happened was he if, to go first, you roll the one die, and that was his way to die, so he always went first. Hmm. Do we have the is website that, of that... where he bought that dice? I'm just curious, so I don't buy it. I am uh, right. It's it was a blacklist, of course. No, it was mentioned. I can't remember the name of it, but it is a company, and you can actually get the die. You can buy whatever you want. If you want it to always roll a four, it'll always roll a four. If you want it to always roll three, it'll always roll three. So the kid had one for a six and one for one, and according to like whatever people, they're like, yeah, that's the most common. Those are the two best sellers because people will roll the six, and then when you challenge them on it, they'll be like, no, look, it's it's a regular die, and they'll grab the the die that always rolls a one. And they're like, look, I just rolled a one, so how can I have a way to die for a six? This is too much mm. thinking and playing. Yeah, it's, just roll the dice. It's just, it's a lot of effort to scum people over. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I don't have any problem with any of my friends who play 40K, but, you know, it, th- th- their community is not ours. That's, uh, that's. No, they're still yeah, more douchey. Um, they're right up there anyway. with Magic and Yu Gi Oh! Yeah, yeah. So uh, uh, I lost my train of thought on what I wanted to ask. Oh, yeah. So last year, uh, it was my first time judging at the WTC. And one thing I noticed is that in like every round, there was some knockdown drag out fight between two players. And, you know, we had to settle things. And normally it was too far gone. For the issue had gone on too long for us to, as judges, fix their problem. We had to resolve their problem, if you know what I mean. And I would say that uh, almost every time it was a style difference between the players. Like one round, this one guy was, um, uh, for lack of a better term, pre-rolling his his tough rolls. So the guy wasn't fully through his process and he'd already rolled a die and said, well, that's my tough roll and I passed. Right. And the other player didn't appreciate that. He didn't feel like it was fair. He like, you know, hey, I'm I'm going through my steps and, and you know, there's a time when you're supposed to roll those dice and you know, I feel like you're cheating the clock and you know, all these kinds of things. Um I and I said to the I said to the guy who was pre rolling the dice, I said, Well, look, he's correct. There is a there is a timing chart. There's a time when things are supposed to happen. And if he wanted to flip that clock back over to you for for that tough roll, he can, and you're robbing him of that opportunity, so you can't do that again. Um, did you ha- encounter any of those kinds of style difference? And the guy didn't have a—I uh, don't want to make it sound like the guy was was scheming. He wasn't. It was just in their store. That's just what they did, right? In his meta, that's the way they played the game. There was no nefarious intent. Did you run into any of those types of issues in in style play between you and somebody from another country? Uh, That's a really good question. Uh, So I would say I ran into a lot of cultural differences in not so much a style. Uh, Language and accents, just like we're going to go over there with accents, is one thing you have to get over, how they pronounce certain things. 
Um, mm-hmm. Certain ways people show you their phone or chart or card um, to mark healing if they've done that or that they can't heal, etc. Um, the only style thing I would say that I saw would be uh, take backs. Some people, and I don't want to say they don't always allow it, some things they allow and some things they don't, and it depends what, and it's a very big gray area. So I normally, mm-hmm. judges and other players and everyone universally just says, don't do it. Uh, yeah. where, where is the gray area? That's the only thing I personally saw was, okay, well, control and maintenance are basically one. It's all big one thing. Let's yeah. move past it. But if you activated a solo, can I still wait? Hold on. If I moved him back, could I do the unit now? Um, that's the only thing I saw is where do you allow the take back and where you don't. My personal belief is just never for anything. Um, it's a game of intent. Yeah, it's it's and it's unfortunate because you want to be the take back guy, right? You want to be like, oh my gosh, it's so cool meeting you, dude from Germany, and I just want us to be the bestest of friends and have this great and wonderful game. But then, what if I let you take something back, and then later you ask me to take something back, and I feel like that one's more impactful than the one I gave you? Right now, I'm the jerk. Let's just not do it, right? And that that seems to be a, a better approach for everybody. Yes, uh, I know. I had I had one of those where I had to say. And it was a, I took, he took this back, but now I can't take this back. Was it, well, don't let him take things back. That's not part of the rules. Yeah. <laughs> that's I, not, that's not part we, of the game. Early on, we had uh, Mike Ireland, who was on our team last year, give great advice to the team of uh, you, if you fly all the way to another country and play and let somebody have a take back that decides your game, you're never going to forget that. And uh, yep. I, I won't name players or anything, but I know somebody that personally happened to. Uh, they allowed a take back. They allowed uh, something to happen, and then they lost the game. And in the end, for that round, it didn't really matter. Uh, but it, they still bring it up frequently. That exact game, yeah. that exact moment, that exact take back to somebody yeah. they'll never yeah. meet again. I know it's hard to be uh, that dick in the moment because um, of all the women and money and sponsorships we get. I get it. It's, it's hard. <laughs> um, but in the end, we're all paying money to travel. We've all dedicated time. Right. I want my time to be respected as much as I can respect yours. And uh, I hope that it worlds people are, I don't want to say the best of the best. I want people to always have fun, but I hope they have a really good understanding of the game and understand how it should be played. And that is what I expect. Yeah. You know, it's going to be a very interesting crowd this year, right? Because I think I, and I'm, I'm completely making up numbers. This is just based on my impression of what I'm, you know, read from comments and things people have said to me. But my guess is that 60 to 70 percent of the field are um, those players that, you know, we're all holding the torch in this first year of transition. Right. We're 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 sticking with War Machine. Here's our torch up in the air. And um, and 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 uh, and then there are a lot of other guys who like, oh, okay well, I'm going to keep playing War Machine once the game's fully out or once there's a, a a. a faction that I'm really drawn to where, you know, once uh, my meta comes back a little bit, I don't, you know, I don't want to be one of three people at a store. I'd rather be one of eight people at a store, you know? Um, So I think you're going to have some folks with not a ton of familiarity at the table. Also, I think it's going to be a mix is, but it's going to lean more heavily toward the, uh, okay. You know, we're the serious war machine player and we're back again. Hagen this year. What do you think, Arthur? I think you'll have more first timers than ever before. Okay. In a nutshell, I, I and what what leads you to that conclusion? I'm genuinely curious, and I'm not. I think you a lot of veterans have walked away. That's it. Okay. Veterans, you know, they either walk away, and, and I know that there is a percentage of people who uh, are waiting for more. 
yeah. you know, more armies, more whatever. They're just, you know, yeah. waiting for more. I, I uh, think New Blood is, is good, though. I mean, last year was my yeah. first time at Worlds. Um, right. I went three and three. I had a blast. I was excited to go back, and I'm excited to see the people I met last year. Um, yeah. And re- yeah, represent. me too. <laughs> but along with that, um, I mean, JVM has played this game since the beginning of time. Uh, some say during Mark Zero. Uh, but... But at one point, he was a New Blood, right? At one point, it was his first Worlds. Justin Dew, I believe, has been there three years. Don't quote me on that. I think Solos once. Um, at one point, he was a New Blood in the game. There's are other all, people out there. that We're all New Bloods at one point. Are all the Canadians going back? No, I think they're only bringing one team this year. That's what I heard. I don't know if it's true. Do, do you know who's on that team? I have no idea. Is so, it the usual suspects? Canadians. I, I have no idea. Now, the one thing I'll echo that I have a strong belief in, uh, my local hobby store in, here in Virginia has a huge 40K presence. Between Thursday, Friday, Saturday, they have anywhere upwards of 100 people to play 40K. You have to do table wow. signups. It's nice. a huge meta. Out of that, almost none of them travel. They just play at that store. They do tournaments there. They do tournaments in Maryland, D.C., West Virginia, etc. But they don't really travel. Uh, I think there's a difference between being competitive in the game and being willing to go to another country for the game. Are you going to another yeah. continent? There's that's yeah. that's a totally different ball game. Some people can't. I'm sure there's players that would stop me any day of the week in random states that I'll never visit uh, at their hobby stores. But it is a big ask, not just one financially, but two, do you have the time off work what about your family, things like that, to not only play this game, but to also travel far and wide for the game. Um, yeah. it's a different type of player. Um, so I don't think that necessarily makes us the best or really good. It's just we have that option currently. Uh, and maybe in future mm-hmm. years we won't. Maybe in the past we hadn't had that option. Uh, but playing the game competitively and traveling, I think, is huge. The only reason I bring that up is when I played Belgium last year, one of the guys had only been playing the game for about six months. It was just uh, he was one of the te- on one of the teams. Amazing opponent. I actually have his jersey still. But he was just able to go. He was able to travel because it was in Belgium. It was only two hours away from him. Mm-hmm. And to some people, that's just what this game is. Where can I travel very closely to play it? Not everyone's willing yeah. to go over the pond to play this game. Yeah, yeah. Now, we'll see. And then um, I know that right now, I, I don't think the Toronto meta is is very strong at the moment. I know that, like, I, I see little posts here or there where people are talking about, uh, you know, rebuilding and getting, a you know, a uh, couple folks together here or there, but I know that on the other coast, they have a much stronger meta at the moment. What on the, so on the British know. Columbia side? Yeah, uh, the Vancouver side, and uh, I mean, you know, whatever. Uh, Most of them are so, jerkoffs anyway, so it's fine. I, had I, I believe that. I love the face that you just made when I said that. <laughs> Look, I'm not talking about the people who are actually listening to this. I'm, right. not, I'm talking about the other guy. So to, to shout out, I believe Aaron Allen is on one of the teams. Uh, so I wish him the best of luck, right? I don't know which team he's on. I don't know how many teams they have. But I wish Aaron the best of luck. He did play on one of our teams last year. So hope he's playing as him? well as well. Do I know him? Uh, I don't know. I don't know, but you probably called him names. No, I don't call anybody names. He, he did come to a Boker Brawl about uh, two years ago. Oh, I, I'm sure I like him. I, I did play him on stream. So uh, all his models have oh, mustaches. Okay. Great guy, just saying, nice. an American playing for the other team. I, I, I wish I, him yep. the best of luck. I'm sure I invited him for pizza. I'm sure you did. We're not at that uh, segment yet, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> no, believe it or not, Chris, we actually do not have a pizza segment every cast. Oh, 
yeah. <laughs> no, this fucking asshole um, won't come. I've invited him every time. Multiple Boker Brawls. And never he had just, pizza yet. Yeah, he just takes this douchebag, childlike, <laughs> stubborn stance of like, no, I'm just not going. So whatever, fucking spite yourself. I don't care. Oh, fuck shit. <laughs> <laughs> Clear, clearly, it doesn't affect you at all, Arthur. No, that's not. No, what I'm not upset care. about it. No, it's fine. Yeah, this like I'm really not upset. Just this because... is definitely the meme where like I hate you and I respond in the elevator. I don't even think of you. Uh, right. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So let's let, let's get back to uh... you know, now. I want you to lose every game. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, there it is. <laughs> the tide has turned. He's so, he's so fickle. It's, he's so fickle. It's not that. Hit me it, with a Seth. Hit me with a hard hitting. This is just question. a classic, you know, like eighties friendship style, right? Like you just you say whatever the fuck you want to people that you like, and if they don't like it, they can go fuck themselves. Or we can fight about it outside. Like, that was the old way, and that's the way I'm. I'm stuck in that generation forever, and I'm never fucking changing. I'm unapologetically genuine. Okay, thank you for uh, the update on your personality because no that was certainly one of our topics so for tonight. Anybody who knows me uh, knows I'm a sweetheart. <laughs> All right, so can we can we go back to talking about War Machine now? Yeah, no, no, I did. Don't bother. Don't don't let me interrupt. <laughs> well, I already have, so I'm asking if you want to interrupt some more. No. Okay. Uh, all right. So, Chris, uh, is there anything that like you wanted to talk about in terms of you know your team and or or prep or your models or anything that we haven't touched on yet that you wanted to talk about? Uh, no. Uh, well, yes, yes, there is. I'd one love someone to paint all my models. Uh, it's something I'm worried about. Uh, so if somebody could paint all those, that'd be great. But look at that um, beautiful paint rack you got there. I know, yeah. No, I actually do a lot of painting, just not for War Machine. Um, Explain that. Uh, I got in uh, during COVID to painting uh, busts or things like that. Um, <laughs> sculpted models. He does, he does a lot of body art now. Yeah, lots of naked women. Anyway. Yes, a lot of busts. He yep. was using the right word. He didn't want to mm-hmm. say titty. Uh, I guess I'd have to give my team a shout out. I, I hope the Team Redwood. Hardwood, whatever we want to call ourselves, does very well. Along with the other teams, I wish them the best of luck. Um, that's cut. Kind of, yeah. Yes, go yeah, ahead. You know, I, I, I'm curious the names. How, how did – was there like one big meeting and we said we need crappy names this year? They're not crappy or names. Did someone, did what, someone what suggest – What are all the names? Uh, you can't put me on the spot like that. Uh, Redwood, Ocelot, Walrus? Oh, Ocelot um, is – Ocelot's the animal I've wanted my whole life. I'd have to ask. Um, oh, we have a payment chart somewhere. By the end of this episode, I can tell you. I'm really bad about that. We have a <laughs> private Discord. Um, I thought it was all was, endangered species. It is. So how Ocelots it was decided. Maybe it's not also Ferret? I don't know. So how it was decided, uh, we were all in a group chat, um, all 15 of us, plus alternates, plus committee, etc. And uh, it was asked, any thoughts? I said I'd love to stick with the space theme because I thought it was kind of cool. Um, yeah, those and, were cool names. Yep, I, I was probably told to go fuck myself. Uh, the curse. Uh, <laughs> no. no one. Have you met Arthur? No one. No one wanted to continue that. I was like the only one of like sixteen. Uh, anyone that wants to listen to this and say they tried to chime in, I'll fight you. I was the only one. Uh, so we we came up with other names. Of I course, like eight out of ten of them are inappropriate. Somehow right. we landed on endangered species. The way it works from there is the captains and the committee are in a chat together. Uh, they come up with ideas and it gets funneled down to us players. Um, but no matter what, right, there's 15, 16, 17 of us, including alternates. You're never going to make everyone happy. So decisions do have to be made. Uh, I personally love the art. I love the jerseys. I'm all for it. 
Um, how we came up with the team name, uh, I had a message once that said, do I agree? I said yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I didn't mind it. Uh, I, I think our art's going to be pretty cool. Yeah, of all the things to fight about, team names not one of them. You know, I, I was just, uh, yeah. I was just messing a little bit. No, I mean, I, I, I do like the like the space one was cool because there's only like maybe four countries in the world that legitimately have any type of space program, and of course we're one of them. And then like anything that just you know makes like America great. Oh wait, I just won't say again. I swear I won't say again. Um, <laughs> but like, even if we had like. Team Tesla, right? A foreigner who came to America and then is like the godfather of electricity. Then we can maybe go with, uh, you know, I don't know. It's maybe like Ben Franklin, right? Another foreigner who came to the country and is pretty famous. And then, uh, well, we could just go with like born Americans like J.P. Morgan. We could have Team J.P. Morgan. How do you beat that? Team Edison. How do you beat that? So going back to War Machine. Uh, <laughs> These are obviously good war machine team names. Team Edison. Sure. So, Seth, your first question Ooh. to me is, uh, what kind of prep are we doing and things like that? To I guess my closing statement to all of it. I hope all three teams do this. Uh, we're, we plan to go represent the country, obviously, play our games the best we can with as most integrity as we can, and really just leave it all on the table and have fun, and hopefully roll really good dice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's always the key. Yeah, rolling good dice. Yes. One yeah. one day beat people like. Rabidou here. One day, I hope to be that mm-hmm. good. Um, I always have a bulletproof plan, and then he reminds me of rules that the reason exist. why. The reason I'm like, well, fine. <laughs> the and then reason I roll why, dice, and it's all sixes. Yeah. It's like, I don't know, man. <laughs> Rabidou's dice are so good because God is his co-pilot. Yes. Yes. <laughs> All right, yeah, so, is it cheating um, if I pray before every dice roll? Is that cheating? <laughs> is that What's weird cheating? is he he prays on my clock, which I don't know <laughs> if that's allowed. Is that sacrilege if I complain? I don't really know where I stand on that. Uh, Steve Seth, quick, what is he does Seth, a quick prayer and then the minimum damage he does to your warjack is nine. That's yeah, the minimum so, damage. As has as head judge, what if I complain that my opponent prays before all his dice rolls? Where do we sit on that? Well, I think it comes down to this. God doesn't care about your war machine game. So Whoa. we can just move on. Uh, so Was it, was know, it I, Einstein who said, like, God doesn't roll dice? And then he said, Stephen uh, Rabideau does it for him? I think he said that. <laughs> no, that was, was Abe, that was Abe Lincoln. I'm almost positive. I read that in school. Could be Abe Lincoln. That was FDR. So last week, or not last week, last podcast... Chris, I asked the uh, the guys to help me make a fifth division list, and the only caveat was make me a fifth division That's list. Kate but then Orbe. I really yes, Cade or fifth division list. Uh, the only caveat is I really want to play Sorsha Sorsha too, uh, for Commander. I Sorsha. thought you played Orgoth and you were winning. I do play Orgoth and you're winning, but He's not winning. You uh, you you you. you Arthur, you haven't come to the store to play, so you don't really know if I was I'm there winning or losing. Called them out. Did Did you stay for the whole game to see if I won or lost that there game? There was a chaplain on a bike that I had to pick up. Um. Anyway, my son, who is now a a, a new beginning player, he's you know uh, he came once mildly interested, and then you know it's been a month, and he just comes every week, and now my Orgoth army that I have painted has become. His Orgoth army. Oh, so he okay, man of great taste. Got it. He's yeah. So I, I, yeah. So I need to. I need another army to play with. Um, so, 
so I, I said I, I want it to be Sorsha. So the guys created for me a very Jack heavy list, a Jack spam list with uh, um, and I put it on the table. And by the way, almost immediately, because neither of these guys play Kador, uh, they missed the um, uh, oh, gosh, what are they called? The Turnians. I didn't include Turnians because they all have empower now. So those got added to the list. Um, I got it. You know, it's nice to know that people are listening enough to correct us. Uh, and then I played it a couple times. And and one of those games was like I was joking about with Steve before. Uh, it was I, I went second and everything was going to get charged the next turn. And then he just he alpha and took too much away for me to be able to really come back. Oh yeah, um, I like said three, that. I think it was three heavies. Yeah, see, Seth, yeah. you I think stepped away, but you went to the bathroom, and I looked at Steve, and I'm standing at the table, and I'm like, okay, so he's going to go here, and then you're going to do this, and you're going to do that, or if you want, you could go here. And then I went to the bathroom. After you went to the bathroom, I came out, and I said, Steve, did uh, did you put that ja- the light jack by the corner of the building? And he goes, No, I I killed the whatever with uh, just dudes. I was like, Yeah, but then the light jack would have been harder for him to counter kill. But I was like, Yeah, whatever, doesn't matter, and it didn't matter. I was there for the climax of the game, which was like turn 1.75. <laughs> now imagine, imagine if you gave the play. So um, two more games and uh, some more adjustments. And the last game was against Steve King. And this is how the list currently stands. So again, we're still playing with Sorsha. Uh, and, and I got to say, Sorsha's feet, it, it's really devastating. If you can make it work, it's really devastating, and I'm starting to learn how to get her forward while trying to get her some level of protection, or if I'm moving her forward to feed, it's going to be I'm going to win in this turn or I'm not. You know, it's one of those kinds of things. Um, but uh, I played against, uh, what's the new Magnus Warjack Invictus. called? Invictus. So on, on feet turn, uh, one of my jacks put 30 damage on Invictus. That felt mm. pretty good. That felt pretty good. But anyway, so this is now what the list is going to look like. Uh, we've got Forward Commander Sorcerer. We've got Conquest. We've got two Juggernauts, a Kodiak, and a Rager, or War Dog. Two Artillery Captains. Two Battle Mechanic Units, one with an Officer. Two Units of Turnians, And three Units of Winter Guard Rocketeers. And what it came down to was that uh, I'd only had one unit of Rocketeers, and the point was made that everyone knows what those Rocketeers are going to do on her feet turn, so people eliminate that unit super quick. It's never around for the feet turn. Um, The Conquest, uh, especially if I can get stuff in the feet, all those guns, you know, you just, uh, uh, you're boosting the first three shots that you you hit or... uh, even miss on, and then on again, feet turn. You're you're really putting out some damage. Uh, it's tough for the other for the opposing army to remove if you can identify the things that are going to have the most damage output and get rid of them or cripple them early. Um, so I'm going to keep playing it, and I'm going to keep reporting on where I am on it and what I'm you know what success I'm having with it, what failure I'm finding with it, and uh, we'll see where it all goes. My current concern is that with really one colossal and Three jacks. I mean, the Rager is uh, essentially a light with a with a shield and, and sticks close to Sorsha. Um, I feel like I'm not taking up enough real estate, but, you know, we'll see. We'll see where it all goes. Mm. I tend to overly worry about scenario. So thanks, everybody, who reached out and uh, gave an opinion or pointed out a model I hadn't thought about. I am thinking about trying to find a way to put a marksman in there. 
because I seem to be facing a lot of shield wall units. And if I can just remove, you know, one guy here or there that makes removing the rest of that unit a lot easier. Mm-hmm. It makes so, sense. Uh, yeah. Uh, but we'll see, you know, we'll, we'll see. We'll keep playing. Chris, what do you think Which... about Magnus and Invictus? Oh, it's a complicated one. So I played against it the other day for the first time. I think it either really works or it really doesn't. I think it's a cool model that anyone can take it, right? That's. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think without uh, your feet operating on him or outside of your battle group, things like that, sometimes he's not as good as he could be. 20 points is a lot to eat. Uh, mm-hmm. He better commit 20 points. He better kill 20 points. Um, so I think if he can go with your feet or in some way your feet works with him, fantastic. I think uh, if it's just a cool model on the table and he's a big 80 millimeter base, but you in no way can benefit him, I don't think he's that worth it. Mm. Do you, um, so Orgoth doesn't really do much for him, I think, right? No. Uh, so I can't buff his armor, right? I can't. Um, no, all my feats are more offensive. Uh, nothing I do really benefits him. There's not much I can do. Uh, did I order one? Yeah, of course. I'm going to paint him. He's uh, Privateer Press's 20-year anniversary model. Um, yeah, but he's not a bust. I know. I didn't. Well, I'm going to one day paint him. I have like a whole list of you know, the one-day <laughs> stuff. My closet, my closet you can't see to the left. Wow, that- that was fast. Oh, yeah. The closet you don't see to the left has like eight thousand plus dollars of like models. I'm going to paint. I swear. Right. Sure. Uh, sure. But no, I think if you have a feat um, like Barnova comes to mind, right, where you can defensively protect him slightly, mm-hmm. um, I-, I think you can get him in a great position. Uh, but I just think for twenty points, he's got to kill twenty points worth. I do yeah. think we're in an era right now where um, colossal or not or heavies, killing them is not the problem. Uh, if I need to get rid of a wall of heavies, I'll get rid of a wall of heavies. Um, that's not the issue. It's can I deliver them? Mm. Yeah, and something that people may not realize, even if you look at the card, is that like when you see him on the table, he's on an 80 millimeter base. It's the biggest warjack you've ever seen. Um, and he has 34 boxes. So he has fewer yeah. boxes than a Kator heavy. Yep. So like, yeah. he's not actually hard to kill. When you, like, yeah. If you have stuff that can kill a Kator heavy, you can kill Invictus. Like, it's not that crazy. Uh, Although, I gotta say, 30 points on Invictus in one turn on feet was still a heck of a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's all about the fun. But I I do believe, same with, I do like that the junior is command 12 now. I'm glad that he's not camping right behind him, only eight inches away. Mm -hmm. Um, But he does need to be well protected, right? There's nothing you can do in your army to really protect him personally. Um, I guess shield guards, terrain, but if he gets sniped out or killed, you just lost a 20-point mod. 20 point model without doing anything right right yeah that is one of the yeah. interesting things about king's um his uh his cephalix list cephalix like really does a lot for him and especially like nexus himself because he's got tk uh he's got d cell which all works because it's all friendly faction because he's a merc so uh you can yeah. do a lot with him i mean so invictus if you damage him he's got a uh, five inch movement out of activation mm-hmm. that's really cool but that's only the damage them outside that only two inches three inch chain weapon pretty fun to have mm-hmm. you can definitely get into the zone but like you said uh if you throw them all the way to the enemy zone expecting him to survive a turn he's not going to yeah he's just another heavy and he's bigger so you can get more models on him yeah all right so uh uh before we go on to arthur's top five list yeah before that i just wanted to 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 talk quickly about so you know my son is now 
seemingly a regular a regular uh, game club member. He wants to come every week. He wants to play games, um, which is great. Must be so proud. You know, so, well, I support it, right? Sure. Um, you support it till so, he keeps winning against you, right? And it's just you're gonna be like, you know, be, you should go outside more. No, then he's gonna find <laughs> reasons to punish him and be like, you know what, you're grounded. You can't come someday. <laughs> do you want your allowance or do you want to win this game? You just tell me which one you want. Uh. So, but one thing he's talked about, uh, and by now he's played all the Steves in our club. He's played, uh, you know, Jake Palumbo. Um, he says, I, it, it, it's, it's amazing. Uh, you know, everyone is, is so super great about playing against you. You know, it's the open information, the, I, you know, I don't have, there's no mystery. They tell me what everything does and, you know, and, and they're telling me, you know, maybe a better way to do my turn and, and, uh, and all these kinds of things. He goes, and, you know, I've never seen that in anything else. And most of his stuff is, uh, uh, he's part of the, the competitive video game club. It's at school, like the video game team. Right. And he's like, you know, that culture doesn't exist in the video game world. And I'm really, really enjoying it. And I thought, well, that's just a common thing we do in war machine. And, that maybe, you know, just like I just wanted to point that out, that that's something apparently that we do that not a lot of other uh, uh, organizations do. Like whoever comes in, we want them to play their best game. Whoever you're playing against, right, we want them to play their best game against us, and we're going to help them do that. So I think that makes us a, a, a pretty pretty great hobby. I just wanted to throw that out there, a little revelation I had. Yeah. Uh, to, to add to that slightly, I just heard this funny thing um, about – LVO or Adepticon that I really appreciate appreciate our community for. Uh, I go to both those events every year and every day after our, all of our games are done, I leave my models on the table I just played on or on my tray or somewhere in the room. And everyone, all 20, 30 of us, just kind of trust all 20, 30 of us not to have issues. We did the same thing over in Belgium last year. Uh, but 40K uh, or Warhammer or all those other games, they like fully pack up. They don't trust anyone. Everything gets like brought back up. No model gets Magic. left. Magic and well, magic, it, it just magic is understandable. Yes, but it was just one of those small things for me. Would it actually cost me that much time to carry my stuff upstairs? No, but I do appreciate in our hobby that I can openly leave my stuff everywhere and I can trust everyone around me. Um, I, I like apparently say, other games. I will say that last year when I went to the Rocky Mountain something Rumble, no. Rumble. What's it called? The, I don't think it's called the Rocky Mountain because it was in North Carolina, so it's definitely not called the Rocky Mountain. But it's the event that. Um, not ten. Damon runs. Damon runs. You mean uh, Siege Invitational? Siege. In, no, uh, no, it's Tennessee. not the Siege. It's not the Siege Invitational because that's technically uh, Terrence's thing. Damon yes. has his own in North Carolina, uh, in Knoxville, and um, there was a lot of 40k going on there, but people did leave their stuff on like their little push cart thing. That's very common in 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 that. But I do agree with you that um, the. Uh, the community is definitely healthier and nicer, kinder in War Machine than it is in probably every other game on Earth. Yeah, yeah. And truthfully, I'm glad to hear that there are places where 40K players can leave their stuff. Honestly, because who wants to play in, yeah. in, in magic, an environment? If you leave your, any, I don't care if you, I wouldn't leave my magic stuff in a church. It's not happening. Because magic, yeah. magic is cash. Like magic are, is why, the most. Why were you playing magic in a church? I've done it. You haven't done that. <laughs> I want to really. Wanna, let's circle back to that. Why? Were... Uh, so when I was when I was a teacher at CCD, 
you know, before okay. classes start, I would, I would, you know, teach the kids how to play magic, and then instead of praising the Lord, uh, yeah, and, and and what we did was we just made sure that the demons always lost. Uh, who is the? Yeah. I don't play magic. Who's the demon? Who's not the demons? Never mind. There's so so the, the the color black used to have a lot of demons, but actually about five ten years ago, because of PTA meetings, they swore they would never make another demon card. So there'll never be the word demon on a magic card again. Okay. Just a big flaming beast with wings and a pitchfork. But they won't named, call it a demon. Named, named Damon. D-A-E-M-O-N. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, Arthur. Uh, uh, no, no, hang on. One... Before we get to that. <laughs> Sorry. So, I recently saw um, some new models on uh, Facebook. Uh, and there was like, and I forget his name, so you'll have to pardon me for that one. But he was, uh, I want to say a Gatorman. And I, he's a mercenary. Mm-hmm. But I forget his name. Did you... Yeah, they, they were art renders of some of the That was Madam uh, something. No, I actually think yeah. it was the model, though. No, it was an art render. It wasn't. It was an art render. It looked very good. Yeah, yeah, they they all... Uh, I Until I have them all collected and read through them, I didn't want to talk about them on the cast just because I don't like talking uh, inaccurately. I'm only talking about the art. I'm not talking about rules yeah. or anything like that. Just the art. I thought it looked really good. Yeah, it does um, look good. I agree. Art I was... likes the art. Art <laughs> likes the art. That's right. Well... <laughs> So, All right. Seth, so Seth likes to pick on me, but of the last four Saturdays, I've worked three of them. I've also worked a Sunday, so I have not been around a whole bunch. And then, what, uh, so last Sunday, Saturday or whatever I was, or Sunday I was off. So I, it allowed me to catch up on things, but Seth, of course, is still going to chastise me about it for not playing. But then I'm also in the very unique... Yeah, that's accurate. I'm in the unique... That's fine. You're allowed. Uh, we're friends. Um, yeah. I'm in the unique position... Of not overly wanting to play my dwarves. Like, I feel I don't have any models. That's how I feel. Because I'm not playing Craigs. Mm-hmm. And I've been playing Mercs for three years. And I am not JVM in the sense that I don't have that loyalty <laughs> um, yeah, to, yeah. to play the same thing. Uh, for, or those biceps. Yeah, I don't have JVM's biceps. But he also, <laughs> you know, can't break bricks with his face. And I can. So you know, I don't know. That's beside the point. Um, anyway... Um, so yeah, so I've been eagerly watching for new models and, um, I, I was really looking originally at the, uh, what are they called again? The, uh, the new Legion. Oh, the Chimera. Chimera. Uh, yeah, they started off looking really good. Yeah. Don't shake your head. You said you pronounced it wrong. I had to correct you. Um, anyway, but then I saw the most recent models, which was, I think that battle group and it had like that three headed Hydra thing. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't like that model. Um, oh, it's too bad. I, I didn't like the caster either, and, uh, and, okay. and that light wall beast was nothing special. But those archers yeah. or cavalry—they were amazing. Mm-hmm. Well, just wait until the whole army box comes out before you make a decision. That's all. Are you saying the cav that like it was the the guys on those like monsters? Yeah, the That's ones dusk. No, no, there was something. There was definitely something that was I, I could have sworn it. No, it wasn't a Boca Brawl, uh, but there was something that got posted uh, after Boca Brawl, I guess, and it was them. And it was, maybe it was Dusk. No, I thought Dusk had the wolves or something like that. It wasn't. No, cow- they got manticores. Manticores. Yeah, I, I don't know. There's some good looking models coming. There are. And then there's some models I don't like. I'm very excited right. for that that totem huntress. Well, because yeah, totem- revisiting that model is gonna be awesome. I'm 100 percent getting that. It did not help me decide between Brian Bloods or Chimera though, just because well, it works for both. <laughs> so here we are. Yeah. Well, yeah. Brian Bloods. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that model too. Uh, I. I keep looking at my uh, mini crate 
of the the female totem hunter, mm-hmm. and I'm just intimidated to paint that thing, and I got to get over it. And paint yeah, that's it. a good model. Beautiful model. Yeah. Brian Blood models, yeah. by the way, are just dog shit. All right, they suck. I love them. I know. I, love I know people. Em. No, you I don't. Say. No, I really do. you're so lying right now. You're breaking. Yeah, I, I, I was sold. Sold. I was sold the moment I read the. The guy who has a he's got a hammerhead shark and it has crit consumed. Yeah, I was like I oh. got. Yeah, it. I'll st- I'm yeah. gonna stick with Orgoth until uh, it doesn't work. And right, we'll go back to Sir. So, so, so Signar, <laughs> being the most technologically advanced race of the game, uh, has the greatest sword of all time mounted on their jack. Or a troll can just pick a shark out of the river and it has the same pal. Yeah, no, absolutely. Art, one it's day you're going to find out about this thing called role-playing games. I understand. Philosophy is I've been doing like, it longer than you. you. I've been doing it oh, a very, probably. very long time. I'm an old man. <laughs> All right, old man. Can we hear your top five list, please? This is why I'm here. God, I'm, he's so impatient. I also, I also just want to say... Stop antagonizing I, him, Chris. I really love the idea that like the troll bloods who have like peg legs and stuff, like trolls regenerate. It doesn't really make yeah, sense. Why do they have peg legs? They're probably like they're like chopping their leg off every Wait, morning because like, they like the peg. <laughs> oh, I never knew. Yeah. That. So, so yeah. do you know where whelps come from? No, is this gonna be the forty k thing where like all orcs are spores technically? That's true. No, not exactly. But whelps, those little guys. Yeah. If you look at the models, you'll notice that like they usually have some huge limb, like a big foot or a big hand. It's okay. because they grow from like a chopped off hand or a chopped off foot. Or like a finger. I think one guy has like a massive finger. That's not just like bad sculpting, and they're like, "Yeah, that's no. the lore now." No, that's how they. That's how they. Uh, they get made. That's like I was playing somebody. I don't know anything about the lore. I was playing against somebody, and they brought up Kishtar in Orgoth's lore to me that her tongue was cut out or something, and they mm-hmm. had the whole spiel to me as to why. And I'm like, okay. She's still about to assassinate you, but tell me all the lore you would like as I roll the dice um, that my caster can't speak. Because I, I was about to roll the dice, and I said like she would say this. Like actually, she can't talk. Like, oh, you know. triple sexes. Then I will, I will say nothing as I roll these dice and kill you. Yeah, right. So, all right. So now, can we please have our top five list? Okay. Um. Fine. Whatever. Seth wants it. So, because I am a narcissistic asshole, on occasion, not really, but I'm making that up to sound good. Did you want us to argue? With no, I don't give a fuck. Don't argue. Going? Okay. All right, what going. I've okay. done is I've created the top five things about Arthur. So, but not about me specifically, just about the name. His hair, his eyes. His Arthur's face. in general. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, number five on my list is Arthur Treach's Fish and Chips, right? That, that's number five thing named after me. The number four thing named after me is clearly King Arthur. Everybody knows King Arthur. Why is that only number? Okay. Sorry. What do you mean? Everybody knows King Arthur. No, you're right. I just thought that'd be like number one. I just thought that'd be number one. I'm horrified to see See, what comes next. It's not. I don't think. It's just not. Um, Then we have, of course, my movie with sequel coming in at number three. And remake. Well, I said the sequel. No, there was a sequel and there was oh, a remake. Oh, was there a remake? It must have sucked. Um, okay. And then there is my mac and cheese. You know, with the cartoon. Which would be another thing, but uh, I'm not even counting the cartoon. It didn't make the list. you never seen sure. Arthur's mac and yep. cheese? We all have. Yep. I have yep. it. I have Seth, it. Like, like the artwork? Yeah. Yes. Oh, look. You wanted to argue about King Arthur. I get to ask a legitimate question. <laughs> And the number because one thing. Because he compared thing, himself to a god, basically, is number four. The number one thing about me is I literally have my own fucking theme song 
and it's literally called Office Theme, and it's a beautiful fucking soap. Are you talking about the cartoon? Uh, no, yeah, the, the mac and cheese Arthur. is the cartoon. No, yeah. I'm talking about Hey Arthur. No, no, the movie Arthur had a, a theme song that was called Arthur's Song. Office Theme. Yeah. I can't believe you didn't include Arthur in the 1996 25-season running masterpiece about I, Arthur Reed. Well, there's the Arthur cartoon, which is what the mac and cheese is based on. Uh, huh. Yeah, I never saw the cartoon. Okay. Okay. All right, well, what an interesting top five list this Wait, time. Wait, I Thank cannot believe much. that Seth has never seen the Arthur cartoon. He's, he's, I guess I guess maybe a little bit after he's seventy it was a little years bit before old. his kids. He's yeah ninety six to two thousand and two. Which now I got to catch up. Or no, sorry, twenty twenty two. I got to catch up on the final like three seasons. I, oh, I'm wait, surprised that's... it was twenty five seasons. I know. I feel like I got to watch that from start to finish. Oh, you don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell are you guys talking? There's about? a kids show that was on PBS. Picture yeah, on Barney. PBS. Picture Barney, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's just about I know Arthur, Barney. Arthur, yeah, Arthur Reed. Yardvark. He's an aardvark, and they teaches you how to read. For 25 se- It took 20... It, you know what? Yeah. If 25 teaches, years to teach people how to read. If it takes a cartoon to teach people how to read, Seth, being a school administrator, is going to go nothing about it because it has involved teaching. Seth, it teaches about childhood traumas and challenges such as homework, teachers, and bullies. I like that one of the challenges. Are you, re- are you reading off the screen? Yeah, Wikipedia. I like that one of the challenges, <laughs> though, is homework. Howard, homework. Teachers, homework. bullies, childhood trauma. Okay, those are all things. And, and then homework. Like, imagine a, a student coming to you and they're like, I have these traumas, man. Number one, homework. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. okay. <laughs> now they should get rid of homework anyway, except for math. But that's another topic. <laughs> all right. So. Uh, we have our top five. We've had our main discussion. We've had our amazing phone call. Uh, I think that's a cast. I think it's time to wrap up with some closing thoughts. Uh, so, Mr. Rabideau, any closing thoughts, sir? Uh, Brian Blood, Crit Consume, best rule ever. All right. Uh, Mr. Continelli, closing thoughts, sir. So, Rabideau told yet another lie, um, which is so sad because I rely on him to be the beacon <laughs> of purity in this group. And I'm um, very disappointed right now. Uh, yeah, that's it. Is that... <laughs> that's my final thought. Is that I'm disappointed. Your closing thought is you're disappointed. I thought you were going to correct it. whatever the lie was. No, no, no. That would be no. Because <laughs> there isn't right. there there isn't one. Okay. There isn't a correction right, right. now. Okay, so uh, Chris Gunther, you get a closing thought also as a guest on the program. Oh, well, closing thank you. thoughts from you, sir? Uh, sure. No, same thing I said earlier. Best of luck to my team. Best of luck to the two other teams. Uh, best of luck to all the USA. Uh, and, may, and may all your opponents roll nothing but twos and I look forward to all the amazing people I'll meet overseas yet again. And I look forward to collecting their jerseys. All right. So, until the next time, first I want to say thanks, everyone, for sticking around a whole year with us. And second of all, you know, you can welcome new players in. You can grow your community. Or every Saturday at the game store, it might as well be your basement. <laughs>